Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Glow Phase with Your Balance podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Today, Daniel and I talk about our exercise and recovery habits, including our experimentation with BPC-157 or a very popular peptide. We also talk about ice baths and also what we think about in terms of exercise longevity. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Uh, It's been a minute since we've last spoken to you guys, but next year we will be continuing to produce episodes on a more regular basis. So looking forward to continuing to uh, speak with you guys. Please reach out if you have any questions. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy today's show. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year to all. It begins. Hello. Hello. I have to clear <coughs> my throat to start. That was a good start. Yeah. There you go. I had a cough. I had a cough all week, but I feel much better today. Oh, that's good, good night's sleep. Yeah. It makes me feel good about myself when I recover from something really quick. I'm like, <laughs> I'm actually going, because you're at that point. I never, I, I never get sick. Like I had COVID mm-hmm. and I, and sometimes I get a bit sick when I travel and I come back from overseas. But otherwise, I never get sick. And oh, wow, yeah, I'm pretty good by myself. And I did get sick with this cough. And Dan and Joseph had this cough for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And I was like, oh, no, it's going to – I wonder if that happened to me. But, yeah, only a couple of days. So something I'm doing is working all right or some good genetics. Do you, got. <laughs> do you hit like a, a, a multi or like a vitamin D or like a nothing sport thing? Okay. Nothing. Nothing at all, eh? Like I don't change anything to what I normally do. So my normal, I have some revisterol, which has got which is heaps of vitamin C in it. Um, okay. But I've always been having that, and sometimes, and I'll have a little bit of Abe's garlic. But I've always had that in my um mornings. Abe's garlic, aged like I am aged and old. Um, and then I generally have some sort of omega threes as well. But that's all. Um, today I just went and got some vital greens. And such, but yeah, no, nothing. So, because I'm pretty sure most of the supplementation, once you're sick, doesn't do a lot for your immune system. My understanding is that the whole thing of like boosting your immune system or increasing it, it's not really a, a plausible thing. Uh, you've only got a score of like 100 in your immune system. And when you're taking mm. your vitamins and anything else, it's not as much as it's making it 110, it's training it. It gets it used to these like the free radicals, as I understand it, and it makes it more okay. capable of dealing with the sicknesses and such that you get. So I don't think there's a way to actually boost your immune system, rather than just improve it as you go. So I think taking too many, I'm not sure, like, but that was my understanding of the immune system boosting. Like vitamin C only works as a preventative measure, not as a, a measure to reduce the symptoms of One, cold two, and flu. Yeah. 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 I remember reading a book once that the guy was very skeptical around like the whole vitamins thing, like, Mm. because it's really hard to prove. And I think it is, it's almost impossible, like scientifically speaking, right. To prove whether or not, let's say vitamin C, right. Mm. Whether or not your cold would have been more, it would have been worse or uh, more severe or going for longer had you not taken the vitamin C yeah, because yeah, everyone's everyone's immune system starts at a different level and their response to the, the virus or the bacteria is different. Right. So like whether you're actually supporting it or boosting it or giving it whatever it is through vitamin C or zinc or whatever the hell it is, it's, mm. it's almost 
impossible. Like, because you think from a scientific standpoint, it's okay, you want to like control the variables and everyone's at the same playing field and you give one stimulus and you, you know, what's the change impacted by that one stimulus? It's like, mm. well, you can't actually fucking figure out what that, you know, specific change is from vitamin C or zinc. You have to, you can't like it's you got to consider a right? lot of different things yeah there's so many things you can't control for right i think that's the nature of the health industry right like i talked to a friend of mine who got really frustrated with it he's like oh can't they just have the answer like is it veganism is it keto is it supplementation is it is it fish oil is it what like and i think that defines the the study in itself is there is it's mm. so dependent on so many variables that it's difficult to be sure uh but so it's interesting then to, to think about then do we believe in the supplements that we do take that they are doing something so if i think about fish oil specifically that definitely thins my blood i can okay. see the difference between when i get a blood test when i've taken it or when i get tattoos that's a big one actually when i get tattoos i piss blood out as <laughs> heaps really? of blood i've had heaps of the so that definitely thins my blood and i know that that has a connection with a lot of good health outcomes so i go that's pretty there's a pretty good connection there so there must be some outcomes from some of the supplementation right that is measurable yeah it's you'd hope so right like how many fish oils are you taking oh it varies two to three okay it's not too many it's not like you're taking like six or eight or whatever i used to and i was that's like pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah it definitely thins it yeah it's funny i um so I started taking, I mean, to your question, like, how do you, how can you measure like the actual impact from a supplement or something? I, a friend of mine at the gym, I put him onto BPC-157 because he had a calf strain. Yeah. And, um, and then he reckons it was making him feel like anxious and jittery and things. So he stopped taking it. So I was like, oh, well, I'll pay you for whatever the rest that you've got left of the bottle. Like I'll, I'll buy it off you. So no, no, just take it. So he gave me like 30 tablets worth of it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Free pep time. That works really well for me. Yeah, it's like, uh, listening to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, you you I, look I, like I, you could use this. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's good, but I'm seem to like someone else came up to me at the gym just this week. Hey man, like Jimmy said that you like told him about BPC one five seven like a peptide like what's that about? And I'm like, oh, have I become like the fucking drug dealer? Have I? Like, <laughs> yeah, man. They're, going yeah, to they're looking for the I'm like. like it's, it's not like the like the 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 juice. It's not like how do you be bigger? It's like oh, you're the fucking guy who's always injured and takes shit for it. Like I must talk to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's you like seem to keep, you got bandages like, everywhere, but you keep going. Yeah, so, like what's holding you together? What's the glue? How does he keep coming back? Yeah, yeah. what's the glue? Yeah, that's right peptides yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so i got a, i got some of him and um it's i've had i've had uh a common thing you get with with crossfit is elbow problems so you get like what they call either golfer's elbow which is your um i think it's what do you call it? out like lateral tendon on your elbow joint is from like tennis sorry so tennis is like lateral and golf is medial right yeah get just tendonitis effectively tendonitis in your elbow joint and so it's pretty common to get either golfers or, or tennis elbow through crossfit just because of all like the pull-ups and the barbell work you do and the, and the handstand walking as well and so like i did some tried to i tried to learn handstand walking and hand, like wall holds and stuff and um, my elbow blew up in august and i've been trying to manage it ever since just like, like take it back and take it easy and mm. hasn't gone away and so 
where so uh, when he gave me the BBC, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go hard. So taking, I've been taking two in the morning and two at night when like the recommended daily dose is one on the cat on the bottle. So I've been like pushing it, but I, um, cause I would flared up again or less than two weeks ago. So like Monday last week, it was giving me the shits. Um, cause yeah, cause I did some, I did some war walks just two weeks ago. Like I did like some really basic stuff and they put a lot of pressure on your elbow. My elbow didn't like it. Anyway. So Monday comes around turning went to the gp i was like look mate i want to get an ultrasound i want to check this out like i might want to get a cortisone shot or some shit so i booked an ultrasound for yesterday i think it was friday of last week he gave me the bbc 157 so fucking hammering for a day two in the morning to at night go to the, go to the ultrasound yesterday the woman's like i can't see anything she's like i can barely find any inflammation in your joint at all i'm like fuck off like two weeks ago i could yeah. barely like i like you know twisting my elbow to pick something up would hurt like hell like it would just hurt generally right. like during the day reaching out and within a week of like and i've been doing other things right like you do your rehab you do, i've been doing the ice baths as yeah. well i've gone to sauna a couple of times a bit more times like on the holidays but like i've done all that shit for a long time i haven't hammered four tablets of bbc 157 like a day for never and then within literally a week, like the, the woman's like, I don't think you need a cortisone shot. It's not going to do anything for you uh, oh. because there's barely any tendonitis. Your joint looks, she's like, usually when I do these, she's like, they just look red and inflamed and pissed off. But yours is like a little niggle of inflammation. Yeah. Like, so, holy so shit. <laughs> has, that, has that manifested in your training? Like, have you been, have you tried the walk walls? Wall walks? <laughs> walk walls. Yeah, well, I try Like, I try to take it. Like, I give myself... I let the inflammation calm down. So like day to day, it doesn't hurt and stuff. So it's like, okay, like it's not hurting when I'm picking year up or throwing her in the air or whatever it is. Okay, so now I'll try to transfer something to the gym. And so then I, I'll do it at the gym. That's what I did two weeks ago. I tried it at the gym. I thought, oh, it's feeling okay. I'll give it a I'll push it. And then I pushed it and then it hated me. <laughs> um, it just instantly blew up. But usually it takes like, like in the whole week afterwards, it was like irritating the whole week. And, uh, and yeah, usually it takes a good while to start to calm down again like without any supplementation but within yeah. less than a week to have it go from like not being able to use it properly to ultrasound effectively a perfect joint it's like <laughs> oh so clearly <laughs> so you, you you clearly think that this uh bcp 157 has made a difference B, yeah bpc 157 BPC. yeah yeah i think i like i I mean, I don't know what else. I mean, I've rested, like, it'll be interesting to see if I can get it using it again. So, like, has it actually healed it or recovered it? So, I'm going to finish the course and see how it go. But it's it's absolutely smashed the inflammation. It's crazy. Mm. Like, it, it, I just can't. The other shit that I've been doing, like, because I've iced it before. I used to put ice packs on it and stuff. Just, like, no ice baths, but ice packs on it. It would never feel any different from ice or heat or mm. anything like that because tendonitis is, is a bit like that sometimes. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's, so, so yeah, to, to the previous question, I think there's definitely points in life where you go, yeah, that taking that made made a huge difference. Yeah, I mean, some supplementation clearly does something. I mean, I I guess... I wonder what that theory is then when we're talking about the vitamins and supplements, but for back mm. to the peptide side of it, do you notice that your recovery generally is better? 
I think so as well. Like on my Dom, I don't have much this week. I've been pretty clear of Doms. I've been like pushing it pretty hard. Like yeah, last week was this week as well. Yeah, it's going to say to really push it in the gym <laughs> to the point where, because normally we have an understanding from our experience with training, right? 110% will fuck us. We can't train for the next three days. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's not how we want to train. We want to train every day or as much as close to every day as possible. So if we did a crazy leg day, we wouldn't do that so that we're condemning ourselves the next four days of inability to exercise appropriately. So I was wondering, like, have you pushed yourself that extra 10%? And I'd be interested to see if that uh, peptide helps that overall recovery. And we, if it does, then it enables you almost to perform better in the long run. Yeah. I, I have been trying to push myself a bit more at the gym last couple of weeks just because I've been on holidays. And it's okay. I don't need to go to work and function as a human. I can come home and, and chill a bit or <laughs> just tidy up or whatever. So, so, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, like yesterday I was – took the day off the gym but i went for a big like a long bushwalk like a brutally long bushwalk like 12 k's up and cool. down hills like it took me like three and a half hours and so usually like i'm like oh i'm like fuck i'm gonna be so sore today and wake up tired i want to like it's and i'm on like work out this morning felt pretty rested had a bad night's sleep anyway i thought okay zero doms in my legs my calf's a bit niggly but that's been a thing for this week as well um but like for for, yeah, like a 12k bushwalk and like a good few k's up, just going up a side of a cliff face to have literally no quad doms or your feet hurt, hammy doms, feet are feel fine, like everything's wow. good. That is really impressive because that's in essence what we're looking for at the end of the day. Like, I don't know, I don't have no motivation to train, I have plenty of motivation to train, I have no desire to fuck up the rest of my life because I'm going to train. Yeah. It's like you go for that wonderful bushwalk, it seems amazing, but it condemns you for the next you know, two days. Exactly, like, yeah, you cooked for a few days. Right? Some pains. Um, so yeah, that's really good to hear. Very interesting to hear. I mean, even even Wednesday, we did like a heavy, like just volume on, on deadlifts. I had done volume on deadlifts for a while and like, yeah, zero, zero doms, just nothing. Wow. Um, so what's the long-term, can you, you, do you take this on a cycle, the peptide? There, there isn't a prescribed cycle like you do for testosterone so to speak like it's very um as yeah it's very non-prescriptive in terms of how you'd like take it so like for example the the bottle says take one a day i found other websites where the bottle will take will say take four a day and they've got like a higher dosage in the four a day bottle and it's like shit well like how much do you take and how often you take it um i definitely think i'll cycle through it during the year like i won't hit it all the time one it's uber expensive um and and to just give my body a break, but but definitely like if it's a if I'm more stressed or I'm got a little niggle or if the mm. elbow kicks back in, um, why not? Like I'll definitely yeah, why not? Like it's, it, really, it's, it's great that you're taking the initiative to do this stuff too, because like for me when I run into some of these problems that I've had over the years, I'm just like okay, soccer is causing me pain, like unmeasurable pain the days after, so not unmeasurable but like you know inappropriate. It's really messing with my life. I'm gonna stop playing soccer. And then I'll like readapt my training. Okay, I'm going to do a lot more of this and that. Oh, now my shoulder hurts. Okay, I can't do the pull-ups like I used to do. I'm going to change my training. Um, I like your brute force approach. <laughs> uh, it's very masculine. Yeah, and just going, no, fuck it. I'm not intentional, but like, do it. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> do you know what's interesting as well? So I've been, so I've had the knee for a couple of years now, and I did a little 
like talking about talking to you about this the other day, I did a little tour around a few doctors, a few surgeons mm. to you know ask about the knee. And uh, I don't think I asked the third guy, but I definitely asked the first two guys, like, oh, have you guys heard about BPC-157, like about peptides? Do you know? Like, nothing. Not a comment at all. Uh, and even the even the third guy, like I think I was kind of asking him about different injections. He's like, yeah, there's two injections: there's PRP and there's and there's um, monovisc, which is like a like an acid, like a hydrochloric acid that gives like a gel, lubricates the joint. But no one point being is like like in the third place was like the most high end fucking knee surgery I've ever been to. Like you walk in, and it's beautifully done and set up. It's the Knee Institute of Australia. Like the research, Knee Institute research is around the corner, like in the other office, right? Right. And he's like, you know, very like the, you know, as best kind of knee surgeon I could find online, right? But the point is like, no conversation about, oh, have you heard of EPC 157? Him as a doctor doesn't bring that to you or like doesn't, and, I'm like, shit, like you, like this stuff, like is not brand new. A few years, at least this stuff has been around and you've got people coming in here and that you could really help. And there's no conversation about, you know, giving it. I get it. Like you're a medical person. There's no medical research and you kind of don't want to push something on your client that isn't, but like, there's no, but it's not even like a conversation. It's not even a, like even the guys asked, like, have you heard of BP? What is BPC one one five seven? Is what the surgeon asked me. It's like fuck. Like at least you should start or know or maybe like it's amazing. The point is like just it's interesting, and I think it'll be interesting when we get older. Like I saw older people in that in the knee surgeries. Like a guy on Monday had both his knees redone. I'm like fuck. Like geez, I don't want to be that guy. And I go well, I don't think I will. One, because I. I know what I want to do now in terms of taking care of my joints. But two, then like, shit, we're going to do all these other things that are going to be so fucking different. Like mm. we're going to take peptides. We're going to, you know, stay. We're not, we're going to, you know, not going to walk around on college or like, you know, yeah. we're going to take peptides eight days a day. That just yeah, we're shit. going to be smart about it. Like we'll yeah. have, you know, oh, it hurts and I'm 60. All right. Well, I know how to rehab it and mm. that sort of thing. And it's like, okay, I think it's going to be, the point being is I wonder how much different our generation would be when you get to like the hip replacement, knee replacement, whatever the fuck it is, you're getting replaced, which usually happens when you're 60, 70. Like, hey, I wonder if like, oh, you just walk into the chemist and your knee hurts and you get some a BBC 157 injection in 10 years time and you're just fucking on your way, right? Mm, some stem cells right into the joint. Some stem cells, yeah. Like it's going to be just a different conversation in 30 years time i wondered too and i I think so and i I think 30 years is probably the right kind of time frame too because i mean i'm into the same kind of health initiatives and such and i give doctors the respect because they don't have i don't think they have time to branch out to such nuanced things Mm. like a surgeon is studying the latest surgeries yeah they're they're there to to help help his profession um and then a doctor would be doing the same kind of stuff, uh, very specific to a general uh, practice of medicine. So it's hard for them to get a hold of this. It's we're relying on research facilities to push through their studies and get it approved, which takes decades. We're well aware of it all. It is a shame, uh, but I guess at the end of the day, it is good that we are like trying and being willing to do this stuff. Like I talked to Dad about it, and he said. I'm really encouraging him because part of what you're doing, I think, is increasing the natural um, 
the natural occurrence of these peptides. They already occur naturally. You probably had more of them when you were younger. And I think that a test cycle or any sort of test, like testosterone replacement therapy, would probably induce a lot of the same recovery effects that you're getting. Yeah, for sure. And like, so I talked to dad about it. So I'm very eager to get on HRT and get it all monitored by the doctor. And also a different peptide cocktails once I figure out, you know, a doctor that's willing to let me do it all. Um, but and that's over the next couple of years. That's not far away. But I talked to dad, and speaking of that generation, the 60s and like 60-year-olds, 70-year-olds. And dad, I, I actually found it very admiring. I said, so are you not interested in any of this to rejuvenate yourself? And he said, no. I said, so you're just happy to fade away? He said, yes, I am just happy to fade away. And I think it's very interesting. Um, I think it's very respectful and noble because in essence, that is what we will all eventually do. Um, and he doesn't want to sure. fight the fight. He's happy to end up where he goes. And I got heaps of respect yeah. for that because of particularly because of how candidly he answered. He's like, yep. Didn't even think twice. This is the same motherfucker that's never had an existential crisis. Uh, so <laughs> he said that exactly to me. Like well, you never wanted to be something more or better. No. Okay. <laughs> um, so it is interesting. And yeah, you're right. This, I think part of it too is now that we're coming up into the generation that has so much access to knowledge uh, through the internet and doing our own research that maybe that will initiate a lot of the doctors to start considering these mm. kind of options more or perhaps even derive the research become a supply and demand thing to enable us to use this more easily. Like even when you think about like me on the medical marijuana stuff, like – it's taken 10 years for it to show up and now it's here. It's all on the level. It's still illegal. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's, it shows there's progress in it. Demand has a, like the population's demand for it is a big part. And hopefully as our generation starts to wear down, they'll start reaching out to these different um, supplements. I guess you'd call them a supplement. I mean, marijuana is a perfect example, right? Like just how from a medicinal standpoint, like how long it's been used. And now even just recently, like how much it's, you know, five last five, ten years become a common standard for, you know, doctors in the US and now recently doctors in Australia to be able to prescribe it to clients as from from medical benefit. Like mm. yeah, exhibit A of something that was underground. Oh, beyond 10 underground. Years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well like illegal, right? Mega illegal. Dad, yeah. <laughs> Dad told me don't smoke weed because it'll make you a dope. I'm like, that's the same fucking thing as a breakfast cereal ad telling you to eat cereal every fucking morning. It's like you know, where did this this come from? Yeah, um, yeah. The, and I guess there's a lot of, of like you, even with the BPC uh, one five seven, yeah. the injectable will be better. Oh, but for th sure. there is a, but the whole concept of taking it to that level, of injecting yourself with something, oh. not just the fear of it, but the connotations that come with it too, is so foreign. It's so like imagine getting dad or mum to inject Pick something in like. It is just all druggy, all horrible, nothing good about it, right? So, you know, I think there's still even some things for us to get over to get to that stage oh, as well. For sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, there's clearly a lot, and so thankful that there is a lot of options when it comes to healing ourselves and recovering and mm. lasting longer. Because fuck, man, like exercise has changed so much over the last five years for me um, mm. with just trying to adapt to my body's changing needs. Um, like I've been doing some bodybuilding work lately, really fun. So fun mm. just to go in there, 
do three sets of chest, three sets of tries, some ab work and some like cardio for 10, 15. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so it was fun. So simple. Man. Yeah. It was so easy. Just a light sweat, feel bath, yeah. look good. I'm like, fuck, what am I doing with myself? <laughs> um, you know, but I've stopped that because I'm trying to be recovery. Um, a lot of longevity stuff. Yeah. I miss being able to train. Like CrossFit seems interesting, but it scares the shit out of me. In the sense of like, fuck, I do a couple CrossFit sessions, I'm screwed. Like, I got shit to yeah, do in my life. Break. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to walk and run and dance. Like, I really want to keep dancing. And like, <laughs> like, fuck, if my knees go out, my hips back, I can't dance anymore. The, like, the worst thing I've been getting is I always tear. I'm going to see like a bandaid here because I tear. <laughs> the, and I got to rip my fucking thumb as well. That happens every like every two, and I tape. I put tape. I wear grips, I, and then the tape wears halfway through, and then off comes the blister. And like, it's just like, and then you wash your hands, and you're screaming in, "What the fuck am I doing with this CrossFit thing?" <laughs> like, but yeah, it's it's um, it's it's this balance of like mental health. It's like I know I need to get there because like, I just it clears my mind, and I just love doing it. But yeah, a hundred percent acknowledge that like my body fucking hates it sometimes. Like my elbow, <laughs> like I've ne- my elbow's never hurt my entire life until August. And then all of a sudden it's like, what the hell, man? Like, <laughs> really? Sure. <laughs> things breaking. That's cool. Another yeah. joint, another thing to consider. Eventually you'll just be doing neck lunges at some point. I know. <laughs> yeah. Like I was talking to a mate of mine the other day. I had dinner with a few schoolboys, and um, he was complaining about his shoulder kept popping out. And he's, you know, he's turning thirty next year. He's a bit of a pudge. He's got no muscular. I'm like, mate, like just, just go to the physio. You don't need to go like unless something damaged in there. The surgeon needs to tighten the labrum, whatever it is. Just because your shoulder pops out, you don't need to go to a surgeon and get the shoulder popped out. Go to the physio for six months, do some good physio, and then like, you know, build some muscle. And guess what? Your shoulder will stop popping out. Like, I don't think it's a. It's happened the last few years. It's just, you know. I think it's more lifestyle than an actual problem. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think I need an ultrasound from like my ultrasound is really nothing. And like, oh, mm-hmm. mate, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, like, he needs an old MRI. He's like, have you had an MRI? I'm like, yeah, for like 10. He's like, what? For 10 MRIs? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Probably like yeah, pretty yeah. close to 10. <laughs> yeah. Shit, that's a lot. So yeah. I've had all these, yeah, and plus all the ultrasound and the stuff that keep breaking. But yeah, you gotta, it's, yeah, you gotta, and I think that's kind of why I like this sort of the the supplements like PPC one five seven. It's like fuck, it helps me get back in there. Like and mm. keep you know, it's that balance that trade off. Like all right, you know, there's, there hasn't been any side effects to my body from a physical standpoint, and mentally it helps me feel better. So because you're not as physically sore. Yeah, I'm not physically sore. I'm not getting injured. Like I'm getting, I'm being able to get to the gym more and have more fun at the gym. Um, and then the being a bit smarter about it as well, like, all right, well, yes, my elbow feels good, but I'm not going to go and try to wall walk 20 times because... Yeah, because I can't do stupid. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but like, yeah, being more okay with that. Anyway. Let's talk about two points I was thinking about there. Um, so, or maybe at least one. So this BPC-157, it's making you feel better. So um, two points. So how's your sleep been going? Have you getting blood tests? Because I wonder, normally less sleep has a, a direct connotation to increased testosterone. And peptides have a, have a general connection with hormone production. Um, and then the other point I wanted to say, 
Now I noticed the other day, full compliment is that you're getting bigger. You look broader. Your back looks much bigger. Have you put on weight? And if you have put on weight, you've put on lean muscle. Um, have you put it on quicker than you have other times? And if BPC is helping you recover, inevitably it's going to help you build muscle more easily. So I guess the combination of the questions there, sleep and blood, any checks yeah. with those. And then also, have you made any connection with your ability to perform and your weight and muscle strength? I'll just answer the second one because I think it's – I have told people like it's not a PED, but the more I think about it, I go – kind of is a PED because it helps you get back into the gym more. So it helps you like, you know, perform better at the gym. So it does somewhat enhance your performance. So it's like, oh, I guess it's like a quasi PED. <laughs> um, so like, <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know what my weight is. I've worn myself for a long time. I do feel broader and a, a bit thicker up, upper body wise, but I think it's more about the training. Like my body's changed a bit this year with CrossFit. Like I, think it's just reacted a bit better to the crossfit style mm. it's not as if like when i've taken the peptide it's like gotten thicker or or fuller or anything like that i just I think it's just the the style of training with crossfit where you kind of you hit things almost every day like some days some weeks you'll just do pull-ups or some back thing every day and that's just the style of training and so it's just my body just enjoys that level of stimulus i think mm. um mm. uh Sleep is pretty fine, actually. Like I've had it, yeah, little, little, actually a couple of bad nights, but like not more just routine based. Nothing I don't think is like from from the peptide. Um, due to get a blood test in a couple of weeks, actually, so I'm like curious to see if anything pops up with that. But I don't stay on the BPC while you do it, so you can check. Yeah, something's gone check high or low. Um, something spiked or some shit. Because I'll well, get my testosterone checked when I get the blood done, yeah. Yeah, and that would be very interesting. Um, I think we both naturally have lower testosterone than most. I got mine checked, and mine was the very low end of normal a while ago. Mm. I'm like, fuck, man, that's not all right. Like, I'm training all the fucking time, and, like, I'm working. Like, no, 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 mine should be at the high end of normal. Like, it, But, you know, you get the cards that you're dealt. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's like weighing yourself and checking is really, I don't know, That's I find it very interesting, at least from a, like a way to measure and study yourself. Um, we know you can only put one or two kilos of muscle on a year, naturally. Like, mm. best bet. So maybe a DEXA scan might be really useful as well. Um, it'd be really cool to see, whilst you do this, the differences in your body composition, how your body reacts, versus even now you could do it and then compare it once it goes off. I think as well with the peptides too, you don't necessarily see a particularly, I think it's going to depend on dose and age and everything else, but you're a very trained person. So you're not going to see a particularly exaggerated change. So you mm -hmm. see the guys at the gym, we know them, that have been training for six months and they've been on whatever they've been on. The muscles look out of proportion because the big oh, yeah. ones are getting all the attention. Small ones aren't having enough time to grow. They look weird to me. Like they don't look good. You obviously carbs, haven't still catching up, right? Yeah. Well, you haven't had that, yeah. right? Um, you haven't. Yeah. You, if you're taking like this now, test, you've got a right? lot of like, development already. Yeah, I think it's that too. Like they always, you know, if you ever hear anyone who tells you to take, or you know, who says if you're thinking about taking steroids or even peptides, like get a good base first, right? Like get, like yes, get yeah. a good training routine. Like learn how to lift the barbell. Learn how to, pro you know, do a training program a six-week block like 
figure out what you're good at, what you're not good at, like get through the basics, you know, learn how to bench and deadlift and squat. And okay. Once you've done that for three or four years and you find genetic limits, then, then think about some other shit. Mm. Um, cause yeah. Cause you need that base. Cause yeah. You, one, you look like a retard yeah. if you don't. <laughs> Just, That's hilarious. I don't know um, if it's attractive, eh? Like, I think when you're amongst it, like I met a guy, he's like six foot seven. He's fucking huge. And I was partying with him maybe a year or two ago. And I see him every so often at different parties. He's a nice dude, lovely guy. Um, he was probably an old version of your build, like a build for you maybe 10 years, five years ago, right? Okay. Pretty lean strength in him, but he's pretty fucking lean, upper body particularly. He's six, seven. So he's on some like it's Turkish cute. test from fucking hell and with every other combination. And I'm talking to him about steroids. He's like, nah, nah, steroids are different to test. You get testosterone and then you get test steroids. Okay, whatever. It sounds like semantics to me, but whatever. So yeah. you get, you get <laughs> testosterone and then they stack it with other stuff. Oh, like HGH and shit like that. Yeah. Well, I always thought that was a stack, H, like human growth hormone and testosterone, but there's other fucking yeah. peptides like Anabar. And then there's, there's, there's that, yeah. Um, um, they got there's dead set something called like Test Monzilla. I don't know what the name is, but it starts with T and it just sounds like a chemical that shouldn't have been made. Anyway, it also sounds like it's almost automatopoeia in a visual perspective. The motherfucker looks like a test, uh, Turkish testosterone <laughs> fucking thing. So he's so jacked now. It's been a year and a half. He's gone three or four cycles, huge cycles. So jacked, yeah. ripping out like his arms, but he looks ridiculous. Like he's six, seven. And I go to him, sure, that, are you done? Like you must be 115, <laughs> 115 kilos now. I'm like, you're done, right? Yeah, no, no, wow. I'm do one more cycle. I'm like, <laughs> Whilst this is happening, his knees are exploding. He's playing soccer because his body is so out of whack. His knee oh, is yeah, exploded. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's done a full surgery, fixed it up, had the brace and everything, waited a season, played the next season, two games, bang, the other knee goes. Goes. Yeah, again, yeah, like that's why you got to like, your body's got to grow into this stuff, that weight and that, that, that stress on the tendon and the joint that that new muscle puts is just... I saw him at the gym yeah. when he was starting. He was he was starting. He was looking at the part. I'm like, good on you, man. High five. Let's get going. And yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> firstly, I'm annoyed at him because he's way bigger than me now. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but um, the other part too was just like such a willingness to go so heavy on gear. Now, at the same party I was at, everyone else around me is talking about their cycles that they've done in their early 20s. Everyone at the gym I go to, you watch the kids. Because all the supplement stores are selling psalms which is a peptide, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? They sell it out of the, out of the out store? Out of the store. It's not illegal to have. It's not illegal to sell. It's illegal to consume as a human, oh, I think. Right. Off. Anyway, so I watch these kids just get jacked super quick. And I go, oh, that's good stuff. Like, yeah, it works. Like, oh, shit. I don't know anything about it. Do you? It's 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 like a safe, like inverted commas, safe, safe testosterone, right? Like, it just does. It's meant to be a testosterone esque steroid it's not as good as straight testosterone but it doesn't fuck with your like your natural testosterone production and like doesn't give you the side effects like hair loss and other shit like that like it that's a winner <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a like a middle not like not even middle ground it's like 80 percent of what you get with testosterone and you don't get the side effects like, oh yeah. wow interesting <laughs> is that something yeah. that you've considered 
Uh, I've thought about it. I don't really want it. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't appeal to me. I'm happy to be again. Like I'm happy to be. My goal is more like you, like longevity, pain free. Keep doing it. I don't really care about. Like yeah, I care about numbers, but then I also I'm not like I'm not dying to hit huge numbers and shit like that. I just want to be um, able to do it consistently. I don't yeah. want to wake up feeling like I'm like standing up out of bed is like oh, the hardest task of my day. <laughs> I got a friend of mine. He's taking um, he's yeah. We started on on it's like exhibit A of what not to do. Like didn't train, started training, instantly took peptides. Didn't like wasn't getting the results he wanted from peptides. Started taking like straight testosterone, um, and like doesn't train properly so one like if you do that and you don't train properly you're not going to see the same results like mm. if you're not training hard if you don't learn how to push your body how to train hard enough how to do like, do a proper program like you yeah, okay you'll get bigger but you will not look like you're on proper juice so like he <laughs> looks thicker but would you if you looked at him and go oh you're like juicing hard like no like you just train good for you it's like no 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 he's like, taking like tons of shit and like the side effects kick in. His hair, he's losing his hair. He's got like hair loss, like treatment he's taking now for his hair. And I was like, mate, you're like in your 20s and like you're not training how you should. You're not using the, the, the drug. If you really wanted to use it, you could be so much bigger and you're losing your fucking hair from it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. We need to reconsider your goals here because a bald, muscly yeah, like, guy is not as yeah. attractive. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, that scares the shit out of me, losing hair. Like, fuck that. <laughs> I can yeah. get bigger. I just need time. And then hair is nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah, no. I like my hair. <laughs> oh, man. I don't get bald. Yeah. yeah no. No. Um, that's interesting, isn't it? I mean, it's certainly been something that's been more prolific lately because I find that my lifestyle, like with the recovery and the peptides, um, my lifestyle is so influenced by my soreness and recovery. Like mm. I'll train, I'll do my stuff, you know, do whatever, do the best I can through the day. And then like, you know, I've got to sit and chill for a bit, whatever it is I'm doing. Maybe I'm working. So I've been standing up a lot more. The reason why is because afterwards my legs will just get doms. If I stand for an hour in a seated position, I'll get doms from the exercise I did in the morning. Cause I do legs, oh, yeah, work, yeah. leg workout most days. And um, yeah. my fuck man. Oh, I get up in the morning to go train and literally getting out of bed is just like, fuck, my yes. body is <laughs> fuck. And I'm trying to think of alternatives to my normal approach. Okay, I'll just go and then push something for a bit. Like, yeah, it is the question that we balance out between what longevity looks like for us and then the risks that we're taking with the supplementation we want to take to see that longevity through. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, thinking about that, actually. yeah. So go on. No, well, because like the BPC, it all seems all good, and I'm sure it is fine. And it's just another supplement at the end of the day. There's so much fear mongering with this shit too. It's hard yeah, to yeah. understand. So, and it's a short. It's only been around for a while, like in scientific circles, I guess. Brand new, right? Like, yeah, it's realistically, it's, it's super brand new. So, yeah. So I think about this idea of like longevity, right? Like, one, you want to keep like you want to keep doing this when you're older, like, I just want to keep doing CrossFit or yeah, probably there'll be a day where it stops. Right. But like, as long as I can, I want to try to do this or something similar. Like I think about the Olympic lifting I used to do and like, I loved it, loved the heavy squats, heavy clean and stuff like that. And I can't do it anymore. It's like, Oh, it's a bummer. Um, and like, wish I'd 
took a different approach to just fucking going ham at it for two years and breaking my knee. Um, But I was thinking about as well, like I, so like what's, with longevity, what, what do we want? And I, we went to Naomi, Naomi, Alessia and I went to uh, flip out, which is like a trampoline thing on, on Monday. And uh, I was bouncing around with Alessia and like, could feel my elbow. Like I just was conscious of my elbow. I could land or like, you know, I'm trying to do something silly and land my elbow. I'm like, oh, it kind of hurts. My knee was a little bit niggly. Like, oh, this is giving me the shit. It's like, okay, like this is what I mean. This is really what's important to me. Is like, yes, I'll get, I'll get through flip out with Alessia and our next child. But like, it's when I'm 60 and I'm the grandparent. Like, I don't want to be the grandparent sitting on the bench. I'll be the grandparent out there jumping on the trampoline because mm-hmm. it's way mm-hmm. more fucking fun. Yeah, just it's not even like it's more of a personal thing. Like it's gonna be more fun for me when I'm sixty to be on the trampoline with the with the grandchild than it will be to be the old fucker sitting on the bench waiting for them to finish their turn. Right? It's like for me, that's the kind of, I need to start shifting away from. Like, yes, CrossFit's good, but what's the like? I need to think long, longer term. Like, mm. uh, long, and that's what my knee as well. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want arthritis in my knee. Period. End of story. Don't want it. So like, okay, no heavy squats, no heavy cleans, stop doing that shit. <laughs> rehab, always just rehab, rehab, rehab. How do I make it feel good all the time, all the time, all the time? Um, and yeah, that's what, you know, avoid. And then, yeah, combine that with maybe being a bit smart about or a bit forward thinking about supplementation and peptides and things like that. Mm. And fingers crossed when you get to 60, you can actually do flip out. <laughs> man flip out was fucked my knee <laughs> see i pulled some fucking some fucking cartilage or whatever off the fucking bone i think you're so right too like you were saying that's probably my knee problem because it is just like it's this little pinchy pain no tear or anything it's yeah it's a weird thing yeah. um maybe i should see a knee surgeon um but yeah, it is a good point isn't it it's just like how does that look and how do What's you the feel measure? then yeah how do you feel because I love, I love the Bruce Lee thing. Like, be like a water. Water goes into the cup. It becomes the cup. Water goes into the bowl. It becomes the bowl. Be like water. So I, I like to think of like that for training too. It's like, it's okay. okay. It's fine. Training is the goal. Like, being active is the outcome. Like, physically yeah, yeah, pushing yeah, yeah. myself, feeling drained. Like, the sauna is a good example. Like, that, that, that yeah. really wrecks me after 20 minutes. You know, that's a good challenge, is it? Is it, what am I training here? Not just my body, but there's a phys- mental mentality that comes into this where I need to, that's part of the training. And so how do you feel then? Let's assume CrossFit will not be of inevitability forever. Mm. CrossFit will die. How do you feel about transferring to other exercises or other types of training? What does that look like for you? Yeah, I think I somewhat mentally acknowledge that I'll need to stop it one day and do things just like I'm more of a runner or like a longer distance kind of a person, like sit on a bike, do that sort of stuff. Um, it's reluctantly acknowledging that. Like, I think it's like, Oh, I don't really want, I'm not ready for that yet. Like I'm still <laughs> happy to do cross. Like I don't want to, you know, but yeah, you're right. Like it is. Uh, yeah. I'm to answer your question. Perhaps I'm certainly not like water. I'm very much just happy to, do crossfit for a bit you were like, like ice like, <laughs> i'm like ice like the fucking cube like just <laughs> shove me in the crossfit hole and let's keep doing it but like i mean i quit like i quit like i you know i had to you know give up i was loving doing heavy lifting and stuff and like it's not happening ever again so it's okay well i moved on 
it's going to be hard with CrossFit because there's always a way to sort of work around something. But, you know, if the, like I said, the elbow gets worse, hypothetically a tear out or something in the next 12 months, it's like, all right, well, it's probably a sign that it's not for you. Mm. Um, the thing I'll miss the most is the competition. Like yeah. I love, like you and I naturally competitive people and this every day you get in the gym, you can be competitive. Just like, you know, not you know, indirectly. There's always someone better than you or someone pushing you or like, or you might be good at one workout and then they smash you in the next workout. It's like, fuck, like, oh, okay, I could have done that better or like whatever it is. It's just, I, I would need to find something that satisfies that competitive desire because that, that's that's probably the most addictive part about CrossFit right now is mm. like competing every day. Mm. Yeah, I can, I can I, as you're saying it, I, I haven't had competition in a physical sense for years and years and years and years. And I do miss it heaps. I know what you mean. Like even the camaraderie of a team, like you do across the teams mm. and you're doing something just to high five somebody after you've accomplished something together is really something. Something physical is so overcoming. Yeah. It's this weird competitive environment where you are like, even if it's individuals work out and everyone's doing the same thing and someone beats you, you're like happy for them because they went through the same pain as you and they pushed, mm. they, you know, they're fit or they pushed as hard. So it's like, there's, it's not like, you know, like soccer and you versus the team, you're like, fuck that guy. He went for a hard tackle. He's a dick. Like you get, you get upset at your competitors, but yeah. this is a sport like where like, even when I was doing a proper comp or like even any day that we could come to the gym and never upset anyone. It's today, like this morning, like this guy, he's a newer guy and like he's sort of skinny and lanky and I worked out next to him this morning. I'm like, oh, I should be able to get him. And he fucking killed me asshole like <laughs> maybe you know like just crushed me in this workout I'm like why is he so quick <laughs> like, you know i like, walk up to him like hey man like well done like you really pushed me like oh this is a great workout like i just felt like you, you know, like, so, like i couldn't believe you were so quick it's like oh yeah thanks like i felt good it's just but it's you know so you can be mentally as competitive as you want to be in a normal sport but there's not like that macho douchebag output to it because you can't because everyone's getting their ass kicked at the same time. It's like this collective suffering that everyone sort of goes through that you kind of empathize as a group. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Eh? Like, one of the reasons I wanted to stop playing soccer wasn't just the pain. I just hated the fucking person I became when I played. Yeah. Like, I'm so 100%. kind and like, pat, like just generous. I just want to be sweet and happy. And then I get on there and like, not just to my fucking opponents, but to my teammates. What the fuck yeah, is yeah. wrong with you? Like, yeah. like I am pushing yeah. hard here and you're fucking up. Like, um, yeah. And I just felt like that is so against who I am, but that does sound really appealing. Doesn't it? Like, um, I'm still not going to do CrossFit unless I start taking steroids or something serious. Cause I got, I, like I said, I got shit to do with my life that, that like, <laughs> you got to, you, you can settle down. You got a wife and a kid. It's all good. I got to keep trying to impress people here, man. Like I got, I got to, I got to do shit. And bodybuilding, right? Is what it is. Yeah. The okay, you know I want to be able to do the splits. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> Must get laid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not oh, even God. motivation anymore. I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, do I even need to do this anymore? Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> like people my age don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finding the girl that's working out at my age. Like, oh, my girl right now is, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't give a shit. Oh, you yeah. got a job? I'll take it. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You construct a sentence. Uh, yeah. It's slim pickings yeah. at this point. So. How about I get? 
where'd all the good people go, right? Uh, I'm waiting, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, man, we should wrap it up. Yeah, I've got a meeting in a couple minutes. So, yeah, thanks for the chat. Cool. I'm glad that you're covering no, you. well. And maybe when I – um, how much is the yeah. BPC? 160 bucks for a month I sent you. for a, for a tablets for 60 tablets depends how you want to take them right. okay um recommend the four a day um <laughs> and the injectables yeah they're 300 bucks and i think you get 25 days worth shit okay cool not, not much well 25 even 25 shots worth it's like one a day um yeah let's see how you go when you hit it see how you feel i'll go, I'll go take a dexa and get my bloods um, yeah, do it before and after. Yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll track it, and we can have another chat about it. Sounds good. Cool. All right, thanks, All Dave. Right, man. Thank you. Speak to you soon.